Welcome to the Spirit Led Sisters Heart and Honey Podcast. My name is Lydia, known as Heart. I am a sound healing medium, a somatic healer, and intuitive teacher. And I am Amber, known as Honey. I am a psychic medium, angel healer, and trauma healer. Our goal in this podcast is to bring you the tips, tricks, and tools that you need to uplevel your life and to allow you to take aligned action for your soul's highest and greatest good. Each week, join us for new content focusing on the ins and outs of your energy body and how to elevate your vibration. Welcome to this week's episode with Heart and Honey. We are going to focus on what it is like in the life of an empath. Are you an empath? Are you a sensitive? We are going to focus a little more and go into the depths of being an empath or an energy sensitive person. So Amber, tell me about growing up as an empath. When did you really realize that you were an empath? Not necessarily the term, but just that you were empathic and picking up on other people's energy. I think as an adult, I looked back retrospectively through life and was able to see areas in my life where I had maybe absorbed energies from other people. And just to recap, being an empath is being able to feel or sense in your own body, the emotions and feelings from another person or other people, not just one. So looking back as an adult, I could probably go back to around the age of four or five. And I, I remember, especially like when I would go visit family four or five hours away, I would get super emotional leaving and I would always cry leaving and I would always cry going to their house. It was such a weird thing, but I think it was just, I was feeling the anxieties of maybe travel within my, my grandparents. And I always thought that it was really funny. Uh, But yes, I would say probably in my early 20s is when I realized that I was empathic and that I could feel the energies of other people and did not know what the name for it was. So now that I have a name for it, I'm I'm better able to keep my sanity and to release the energies of other people, which is a really good tool. And we will dive into that a little bit more. But Lydia, when was the first time that you were able to discern or even figure out if you were an empath? What does that look like for you? So growing up, I could read people's mind and this happened all the time. It happened with singing. Like if, you know, I was going to start singing a certain part and my friends and I were all singing together and like two of us would start on the same spot. And then I'd be like, okay, I'm going to change. And they changed too, you know, and this would just happen. But also like with different instances that happened as a child. So I have two younger sisters and I remember specifically this one time where my heart started racing and I was like, I've got to go downstairs. And my little sister had climbed up on a bookshelf, like too high on a bookshelf. And it was very dangerous. And, but that type of thing happened to me all the time. Um, I was very, very sensitive to my mother's energy. And honestly, we had such a connection and a bond. And I think this is, I mean, obviously this is something that happens with a lot of people, whether or not you're an empath, but for me being an empath, being so sensitive to other people's energy, it was almost like I 
I didn't know the difference between my mom and me and like our energies. And I saw this just show up in so many different ways. And I knew that I was, I don't want to say like special, but like different than other people, right? Because my friends would come to me and with these different things going on and, and like just being able to feel exactly what they were going through and having enough conversations with other people to realize like not everyone goes through this, right? I think it's important to make the differentiation between being an empath and being an intuitive. So my husband is very highly intuitive. He can be in a room and know that something's going on with someone, but his energy is not within that person. So he's very much able to think for himself in that situation. The way that I like to think about it is I like to visualize we all have like our aura and our energy field around us. So like Ryan's aura is over with him, right? And this other person's aura is with them, but he's still able to discern what's going on with them. For me as an empath, I have my aura naturally goes out. And I think that we all have different types of auras, right? And it's sort of like our belly button. Like some people have any, some people have outies. It's just how it is. And mine likes to float out. So what happens as an empath is if I'm not aware of it, when someone else is going through something, it is affecting me so much. And this is physically too. Not everyone, like there are different levels of being an empath and there are different types of empaths. I am an empath that feels physical pain as well. And so if someone is going through something, if they have a headache and they're around me, I'm going to feel it in my head. And for many years, I didn't know that I was feeling what someone else was feeling. Like sometimes I would know because it's like, I don't have those type of thoughts. And when I was with this person, all of a sudden these thoughts came in and it happened over and over. So for me, a show that, okay, this is that person's thought, not mine. But when it comes to physical pain and like you're around someone, all of a sudden you have a headache, it doesn't dawn on you until you realize, you know, that, oh, as an empath, I can actually have physical pain as well. And, and now that I know that I see that show up, like if someone stubs their toe in front of me, all of a sudden my right toe starts hurting. And I'm like, where did you stub your toe? They're like my right toe. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Cause I feel it, <laughs> but it's also a slightly different feeling. Now that I have that discernment, it's like a slightly different feeling um, than my own energy. And you and I have both learned these different tools and techniques of how to let go of energy. There's sometimes when we are meant to feel something that someone else is going through because there's a, a step for us to take. Like we have a certain role in this person's life and that's why their energy is coming in and we're feeling like we need to reach out to them or whatever. But there are other times when it's because we don't have those boundaries. And so by having that healthy boundary and by knowing how to energetically separate their energy from ours and go back to just our energy, we're able to release that pain. And what I think a lot of people don't realize is that when you are carrying someone else's energy, it is not serving them and it is not serving you. We, I think it's kind of like our ego, right? Our ego gets involved and it's like, we want to help this person because we love them so much. And so we start taking on whatever it is that they're feeling within ourself as like, oh, I'm going to help carry this burden. But that was never our place. We are not meant to take someone else's energy because it's their energy. And the whole time it's in our energy field, it's essentially wanting to go home. So it's making us uncomfortable, which is why we have the discomfort. The discomfort doesn't come because it's where it needs to be. The discomfort comes as a product of it not being where it needs to be. So Amber, I'm so thankful for you because you have taught me these different tools of how to release this energy that 
is not mine and bring it, give it back to that person. And in love, it, it's cleared, it's sent back to them in love. And since then I have taught many different people these same tools and it's been life-changing for me and for them. And it's been really cool to see how one person stepping into their spiritual gifts has impacted so many different lives. So I just want to take a moment and say thank you to my empath teacher, Amber. I appreciate that. It's very kind. Uh, yeah, as you were speaking, I couldn't help but think about a couple of podcasts back. We were talking just about your, your first session and not even just you, but being empathic and feeling what is going on with some of my clients, pretty much all of my clients, but being able to feel the physical pain that they are feeling when I check in with their energy and knowing where the physical pain is coming from, where's the root of this physical pain, you know, well, this is coming from your hip and then it starts at your knee and then it goes down into your ankle and they're like, how do you know this? This is absolutely crazy. Um, <laughs> you know, some days I think I am, but I'm really not, but yeah, you know, really feeling the energy of someone else can be a beautiful gift, but it also can be overwhelming. And I think for a lot of people not realizing that they are connected to someone else's energy can be very overwhelming and be very anxiety inducing. People want to feel peace. They want to feel harmony. They want to feel whole. And when you're in someone else's energy, it is really hard to separate yourself from their energy if you're not even aware that you're in their energy. One thing that I want to talk about is asking yourself when you feel overwhelmed, if you're in a crowd or even if you're driving in your car and all of a sudden you get this very overwhelming feeling or say you're shopping and you get very overwhelmed and your anxiety starts rising yet there's nothing physically around you that you can see that is contributing to your anxiety. Stop and take a breath and ask yourself, is this my anxiety? And you'll know right away if it is or if it isn't. If you need to connect with your higher self to ask that, you just ask your guides, you ask divine love, source, God, connect me to my higher self. Is this my energy? Is this my anxiety? Is this my stomach ache? Is this my knee pain, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It could be a multitude of things that you are feeling physically in your body, but is it mine? And when you get the answer, yes, then of course you can say, okay, well, this is mine. What can I do about it? But if you hear the answer, no, the best thing that you can do is say a quick prayer for the person and say, I'm returning this to sender. I return this anxiety to the sender. I return, and it's not that they're sending you anxiety. That's not what it is. They're not actively sending you this feeling, but because you were an empath, you were able to absorb and take on that energy from the other person. So you're just, you're sending it back to them with love and light. You're sending it back to them with peace and harmony so that you can protect your own energy. Because if you are anxious and you are overwhelmed and it is not yours and you're carrying around that energy, what winds up happening is someone else that's also an empath is going to be in the same area as you. And you can also transfer the other person's energy that you are now carrying to another person. So see, you, you enter into this room, there's one person who is anxious and then one by one, the other people in the room start becoming anxious because they're feeling the energy of this one person. 
being in the room, you have the, the intuitives and you have the empaths and the intuitives are going to notice that there's a shift in energy, whereas the empaths are going to feel the shift in the energy and they begin, their heart starts racing or their respiration start increasing. They start sweating, you know, all of these other things that create this, this almost fight or flight response when you have an anxiety inducing thing happen to you, the intuitives are more able to say, yeah, this is off. This feels weird. Whereas the empaths are really overtaken with this energy. One thing that I, especially if I'm trying to explain energy to people is of course, energy is everything. However, you can, you can take that and have your own definition of energy, but energy is everything. Everything has some form of energy transfer, has some sort of energy emotion attached to it. And when you're not sure what energy is, I often ask people, there has been an argument in this room. You didn't know that anyone was arguing and you walk into the room. And you hear the expression, I'm sure some of you have, some of you have not. If not, I'll teach you this very Southern expression. Um, you could cut the tension in the room with a knife. And for me, you know, I, I know if I walk into a room, I can tell if someone has been arguing or I can tell if there's, you know, joy or laughter. Like I can feel all of the emotions in the room and it can very quickly shift how you feel. Same goes for the, the types of people you hang out with is the type of person you're going to become because you're absorbing, not necessarily absorbing if you're not an empath, but you are, you're within that person's energy. And so you start to become like-minded and things start shifting in the way that could be good for you or could be bad for you. You know, there are some people that you really want to be in their presence and that's because of their energy. You know, they're vivacious, they are jovial, they are hilariously funny, you know, all of these other things. Some people you just have this attraction to and you really enjoy being in their presence. And when you find a person like that, pay attention, you know, ask yourself, is this my energy or is this their energy? One other thing that's really important to note, and when I first started doing energy work, I would kind of hold on to the energy of someone else who was really happy or who was really funny. And you know, those, those people that really make you feel good about yourself, I would hold on to that energy. But what I, what I learned is that our energy is our own. So whether it is good or bad, it's still someone else's energy. And the best way to stay in harmony and in this state of just being within yourself is to keep your energy, your energy and not have other people's energies mixed in with it. And that was really hard for me because I thought, well, it's just good energy. Why can I not keep the good energy? You know, they were this, they were that they helped me see this in a better light and they made me feel better. Yes you can still feel better. And they probably did help you raise your energy vibration, but it's also really important to let their energy go and hold on to the happy feelings that you have. So I think that that's really a good thing to consider when you're in a room or when you're around people or et cetera, et cetera. Is this energy mine? If not, you're going to let it go and return it back to them and love and light. 
And if it is, then you ask for the energy to be released again, back into love and light, but back to you because you want to have that cycle of energy constantly going within and around you. So Lydia, what are some areas that maybe you have struggled with that you feel could help other people? What are some things that you have done? So I want to tell about one thing that I learned that was a big shift for me. So I had been struggling. And then when I heard this tip, it shifted things. And now I teach it. I teach it to all my clients who are empaths. And that is the difference between empathy and compassion. So as empaths, we have more empathy than normal, right? We have an overflow of empathy. Every single feeling has a vibration. So we have some feelings, you know, like when you're sad, the vibration is low. When you're happy, your vibration is high. And that is pretty easy to understand and to, to kind of tune into, right? Well, empathy is actually a lower vibration because in order to have empathy towards another person, you have to go down to their level of wherever they're at to feel what they're feeling and, and then leap, right? Well, what ends up happening, and I want to just underline that it happens more so with family members and with close friends because our ego gets involved, right? But what ends up happening for empaths is we have empathy. We go down to that level. We help the person, and then you leave, and you start feeling heavy. You, you start feeling the way that the person did, so maybe you help them, but then you left feeling sad as well. So that's empathy. Compassion is empathy with boundaries. That's the way I like to think about it. It's empathy with divine love boundaries. So when you go to help the person, you're not going down to their level. You are staying at a higher vibrating level and you are sending them love and you're helping them from where you're at and you're able to leave feeling great. And also when, when they are around someone who's higher vibrating, what happens to this person that's down here is they start raising up and they, they're energetic level shifts because of you staying in that energy of compassion. And so you leave, you feel great. They leave, they feel great. And this is the best scenario, right? So since learning how to have these energetic boundaries, I'm now able to be around people. And that's why Amber and I are able to do what we do in our sessions with clients, right? We both are able to connect to clients. We do this energetically. We do this from distance. We don't have to be in person with them. And like Amber said earlier, we feel everything that the person is going through, whatever, you know, if they have a certain pain in their body, like when we connect to their energy, many times that comes through and we feel if, you know, they have more masculine energy or more feminine, like these different feelings that they're feeling come through us. And the whole time we're working on clients, we are staying connected to divine love. We are not in the energy of empathy, because if we were, we would leave every session and we would be so drained. Now that did happen to me at one point. When I first started doing energy work, I did not understand. I, I did, I should say, I should rephrase that. I did understand. I just didn't know how to put it into application, right? And so it was something that I had to practice and I got better and better and better at. And now I'm able to work on more clients than I was before because I have this constant flow of energy because I'm not actually using my Lydia energy, right? And Amber's not using her Amber energy. We are connected to source. We're working on the client. We let go. We're staying in that energy of compassion. Now, this is also why if you are in a field of work where you help people, it's really important as an empath 
to not do that same work on your family. Because when you work on family, you have an easier time just going down to that level of empathy instead of staying in that higher vibration level of compassion. I mean, if you think about it this way, like pretty much everyone knows that boundaries with family is more difficult than it is with someone you don't know, right? And so it's the same thing when it comes to energetic boundaries, which is why you have to be so careful. I do not do energy work on my family. It's just something that I do not cross that line. Um, and this has helped me in my mental health and my physical health. And so I think it's important to, to note that that is something to be aware of as an empath. There's another topic I want to talk about, and that is this topic of narcissists. So many empaths have asked, why are we attracting so many narcissists? And I have a theory and I'm going to share it with you. So as empaths, we were put here to help people. That's why we're so sensitive. You're not given this beautiful gift for no reason. You know, you're not given this gift just so that you can absorb people's energy and feel sad all the time. That's not why you're empathic. You're, you're put here so that you can help people in a different way than other people can, because you're able to tune into their energy and feel exactly what they're feeling. Even sometimes when they can't feel it themselves, you're able to articulate it, right? So what happens with empaths who don't yet have the boundaries is they're around other people. And because they have this essentially a magnet to help people, they are a magnet. Their energy is a magnet. Other people can sense that they are empathic and that they're able to help them. So what happens is they start attracting these people who take advantage of their boundaries. And because the empath doesn't have those healthy boundaries, they're bringing them into their life essentially. And one big shift for me was when I started to be really aware of my top five people in my life. So the top five people and making sure that those people were people who really, really respected my boundaries. And then even beyond that, like the next, it's sort of like this triangle, right? So you have the top people at the top and then you have the next level of friends. And those people also really need to respect your boundaries. And then you have people who sometimes may portray more narcissistic characteristics and it's because they need help. And it doesn't mean that you're not supposed to help them. It just means that you're not, they're not supposed to be your top friends and you must, must, must have healthy boundaries if you are ever going to take them on as clients. Because if you don't have those healthy boundaries, then they are going to eat your energy and drain you. And it's not their fault. Lydia mentioned that she did not work on her family members. And I feel like that's, well, that's like really high up there. <laughs> you definitely want to keep your, your mind in an unbiased zone when you are working within someone's energy. And sometimes there are family members that are going through things that maybe we don't even know about. And when you're working in someone's energy field, it doesn't mean that, you know, you're, you're all knowing and, you know, every single morsel of, everything they're going through because you don't, but sometimes people want to keep that privacy and it's really important, especially within your family unit to, to allow that privacy to remain. I know with my significant other, it's really interesting. You know, Lydia was talking about how connected some people can be and literally we could be riding down the road and there could be silence for like five minutes and a song will come on and the song will play for a little bit. And then we, we lock pinky fingers all the time because we're, we're constantly <laughs> saying the same exact thing at the same exact time. And it's just, it's just being in that state. So like Lydia's partner, her husband is, is very intuitive. 
mine is also as well. I'm the empath, he's the intuitive. And a lot of times, you know, he may send a text message and I'll, I'll, I'm like, I was just about to send you this. Um, you know, kind of on that same wavelength, if you will. So I make a very conscious choice not to do energy work on my significant other. I make a very conscious choice not to do energy work on my parents or anybody else in my family. The only time that I ever, ever, ever do it is, you know, say like a couple of years ago, my dad had a, a hypertensive crisis. And so on behalf of the angels, I just said, you know, hey, angels send him healing, love and light, but I didn't physically go do energy work or connect to his energy in any kind of way. I just sent the angels. You know, that's really the only time that I can think of that I would even consider doing. And it again, it wasn't really me even doing anything, but I did send angels and I sent the divine to step in on his behalf. Only if his free will took the energy healing. I know we're, we're kind of getting off topic here for just a little bit, but I think that both of us wanted to share some of our experiences with energies and our daily lives. But for things that you come across, again, whether you're shopping or you are with your family members or you're even alone, you know, we can absorb energies from anywhere. We can absorb energies from, you know, Lydia's in South America. I'm in North America, but I can feel Lydia across the countries. Feel if something is off with Lydia. And I think that that's just because we are connected in, you know, in an energetic sense. But what I want to do is kind of give you a little bit of a visual. So I want you to place yourself in a bubble. And then I want you to place 20 people in a room. So you're in a, a 2,000 square foot room. And I want you to, to think about 20 people being around you. It doesn't matter who they are. They could be complete strangers. They could have no faces, whatever. And then they all have bubbles around them. So I want you to envision some of the bubbles around these people being larger than others. So say your, your bubble is really close to you and then someone's bubble is banded into the whole entire room. And then you have some that are maybe half of the room and then you have some that are maybe 25, 50, 75, 90% away from them. So the, the bubble itself, when you stand in the center of the room, how many people's bubbles are going into your bubble? Because that's how much energy you as an empath or as a sensitive or as an intuitive can feel at one time. So imagine going to say a fair, you know, you're in this room with the 20 people, but imagine going out to a fair where you have hundreds of thousands of people and everybody's energy bubble is expanded really far out from them. You're absorbing all of that energy. So again, that's why people have social anxiety. That's why people can't go out in crowds. That's why they don't want to go out shopping. That's why they don't want to travel because they are feeling the energies of other people and they don't like feeling that way. So the best thing for you to do is ask yourself, is this mine? And if it's not, return to sender with consciousness. So it's an, active, it's an active thing that you're doing in your mind and you're making the intention that this energy is not mine, so I'm getting rid of it. And I'm not saying that every person that has anxiety and every person that has depression or every person who has social disturbances when they go out, I'm not saying that it's just because they're empathic because there are other contributing factors that cause these things. However, I would say on a larger scale, you know, the percentage, I would say that a lot of these people are empathic and they don't realize it. 
And when you don't realize something, you can't fix it. But when you have the realization that you could be an empath or you could be a sensitive or you could be an intuitive, and then you ask yourself, is this mine? And you get that really loud answer, no, then you let it go. You allow yourself to be in your own energy and then you can feel your anxiety lowering. Really, really taking a deep breath. If you have a straw around you, breathing in through the straw and breathing out through the straw several times. It's as simple as that. In through your mouth, out through your mouth, just through a straw and releasing the energy. I would say the first step for those of you who are listening to this and you're like, man, I think I am an empath, but I never realized it before. The very first step is for you to be able to discern how your energy feels. If you don't know what your energy feels like, you're not going to be able to know how it shifts when someone else's energy is in your energy. And this can be an undertaking. I've done it. Amber's done it. And here we are. Like we we're giving you hope, right? Because it can be really overwhelming. I remember that. I remember thinking it's impossible. This is just how my life is going to be. I'm going to be overwhelmed. I'm going to just feel so much all the time when I'm with people. I didn't even know any different. Like I thought that was just how my life was going to be for the rest of my life, but it doesn't have to be that way. And if you feel overwhelmed and you would like help in this journey, just connect to your guides, your angels to divine and ask that you would be brought the exact people that you need in your journey to help you to learn your gifts, to have healthy boundaries. And this will happen. It happened to me. My life completely changed. And I'm just so incredibly thankful to be where I'm at right now as an empath and being able to, you know, every day help people without leaving feeling drained. Like I'm leaving and I'm still feeling happy. There are still days when I'm around people, especially people that I'm very close to, where I have to be very, very conscious to put up my boundaries, to clear the energy. This is a constant, constant daily thing. It's not something that like you learn these tips and then you're done for the rest of your life. You're good. It's not like that. It's like there's daily maintenance for this energetic hygiene that we have to put as a priority as empaths. And Amber and I both really hope that this podcast has been helpful for those of you who are empaths and that now you have some new tools to put to use in your day-to-day life. I agree with that. I do want to go back just a little, a little bit for a second. Um, A few weeks ago, I had this terrible, terrible headache and I knew that it was not mine. However, I was not able to clear it myself. And I called Lydia and I said, Lydia, like I have this going on with my body. I know that it is not mine. Is there any way that you can check in and clear this energy? I knew where it was coming from. You know, I had been out and there was just this random person that was in my energy. And I all of a sudden started getting really panicky and it was just one person, but very, very panicky. I came home the next day and I couldn't shake it myself. And so sometimes we can't shake it ourselves and that's okay. And that's why there are people that are out there that can help you with shedding this energy. But, you know, even as an energy healer myself, I was not able to shake it. Lydia was able to work through it and she was able to bring about the light of, you know, this is, 
this is where this is coming from. Yes. And this is how we we're able to clear this. But like I physically had a terrible, terrible headache. I felt nauseous and I just did not feel well. I knew that I was not sick. I had not eaten anything. There wasn't anything going on there because I had asked, is this my energy or not? And so I had been given that, no, this is not your energy. And she was able to clear that for me. And I started feeling better. It took me a little while to start feeling better, but the headache almost instantly went away. And those are the types of things that can happen whenever you have someone else's energy in your field. And then once you have that energy cleared, whether you clear it yourself or you seek someone out to clear this energy for you, you can notice the differences there. So, you know, Lydia mentioned that you may not know what your own energy feels like. There is a video that we had posted on our Spirit Led Sisters Facebook page. And I talk about how to keep your energy high vibing during the holidays, but it's not just during the holidays, it's anytime. So, you know, if you want a little, a little information about how to clear your energy so that you know what is your own energy, you can hop over to the Spirit Led Sisters page. Um, I think I posted it uh, maybe last week just before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Eve. And I feel like that was a really good way of, of being able to give you some tips and tricks on letting that energy go of other people and bringing in the love and light that you need to heal your own energy. Lydia, I am thankful for you, but we're constantly exchanging energy work. So I'm appreciative of all of the energy work that we are able to exchange and clear from each other. Um, because as empaths, it's important to keep your energy where it's supposed to be and not allow other people's energy to disrupt your life. I am so thankful for you as well, Amber, and that God brought you into my life. And I'm so thankful to be sharing these techniques with each of you who are listening. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast today. Thank you for joining the Heart and Honey podcast. We have thoroughly enjoyed having you here today. And we hope that you've gained the clarity that you need to up-level your life. You can join us each Monday for Musings with Heart and Honey. And if you're not following us on social media, hop on over to Instagram and follow us for more healing tips and tricks at Spirit Led Sisters. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with us by leaving a review on iTunes. Or take a screenshot of this episode and share it on Instagram. We'll see you next time on Heart and Honey.